When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Live from Tipsy Steer and High Pines on County Road C in Snelling. Welcome to Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck on the Gopher Sports Network from Learfield. Presented by alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors, Minnesota's largest seller of companies. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com. Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck is also brought to you by Tipsy Steer and High Pines. Located at County Road C in Snelling. Proud sponsor of Gopher Football and by Cub, the official grocer of Gopher Athletics. 30, 20, center of the field. This is a touchdown. Now, here's the voice of the Gophers, Mike Grimm. All right, we're off and running. We are at Tipsy Steer and High Pines, another great crowd. A little bit of a new setup here as uh, the show has become popular with the head coach. We've got to get some overflow seating. It's beautiful. Gardsy's with us for the first time this season. We had DT sitting in the chair last week, so you've got big shoes to fill there, Gardsy, and good to see you. Great to be back. It's great to be back here. I love the new setup. We're good to go. We're yes. good to go. And the head coach is 1-0 in the 2023 season. How about that? Huh? 1-0. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you had them all the way, no problem. What an exciting night, huh? That was that was fun. You know what made it really exciting was our fans, all of you, our student section. And what I loved was everybody was there all the way to the end, you know, and, and that's the way it should be. I mean, we needed everybody. They had two false start penalties, both on our student section side. So if we don't say fans and home, home field advantage don't make a difference, you're crazy. So thanks for coming out. Thanks for um, the supporting us the way you do. And uh, it always feels good to beat the Cornhuskers, doesn't it? Oh, it really does. It really does. But, guys hung in there all the way to the end and uh, the whole sideline I mean they believed from the start um, they, they never thought they were ever going to be out of it we got put in some really tough situations which we'll talk about uh, some self-inflicted uh, sometimes a little bit uh, based on what they were doing so um, just really proud you're able to go one to know that's for sure yeah no doubt you mentioned that student section and of course it was a sellout it was gold out and that student section, um, that, that might be as good. Guards, you were on the field. I mean, that might be as yep. good as it's been, right? I yeah. Mean, yeah. That was... That's been the trend with them for the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, just out of COVID, I don't know if they missed out, you know, of, <laughs> of doing things on a college campus, but everywhere on campus has been awesome. And the fact that they're always there, they're early, and it's a tone setter. I mean, it really is. So if you've got kids going to the U, tell them they set the tone because they really drive, I think, drive the energy all the way through that building. Yeah. And something tells me they were, they were, they were well into the, the evening yeah. by like noon. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well into the evening by noon, working into that game. They got their school stuff organized, you know, for the first couple yeah. of days of class. Yeah. And they were able to have some fun Labor Day yeah. weekend. They well, sure had fun leading up to that. Yeah, driving sure. into the game uh, early, uh, driving down university, there was... Uh, That's yeah, always a vibe. Th that was a good vibe. Yeah. There were signs that asked me to honk for certain things, and so I honked, and it was great. It was great. They were... They had he these. Honked. They had these. Of course he did. Well, of yeah. course I'm honking. Yeah. They had these Voice of the Gophers honking yeah. Yeah, well, for was, inappropriate was, uh, things. Well, it wasn't that inappropriate. It was all all good they just had these tables you can tell with you certain, don't work for the state certain beverages on the table if you honk they would partake in the beverages so i, I was just trying to help them do along. your part do my part do your part yeah i'm taking credit for those false starts now as you uh, as we mentioned but um it was you know it was back and forth i rewatched the game yesterday 
uh, that first about quarter and a half, you guys controlled the line yeah. of scrimmage, just couldn't get points on the board. And then things in the middle got a little, you know, dicey at times, which is to be expected. And then, man, that final eight minutes, you guys made all the plays you had to make. Yeah, I thought we moved the ball really well in the first half. You know, we only had three possessions in the first half. They had three. We had three. Uh, there were two possessions. I thought two plays made a huge difference. One, the quick screen that we lost two yards out to Corey Crooms, and then the reverse that we lost another two yards that got us behind the, you know, we were moving the football really well. But then we all of a sudden had two negative plays, and we talk about eliminating negative plays. And, um, you know, we just, I think we got a little too cute a little bit in those situations. Not that they were bad calls. It was just now looking back on it. It's like, all right, those are the two things that we schemed up. We thought we'd get more yards out of it. Ended up being outside of what we do and how we do it, um, which, you know, we ended up losing yards with. So it doesn't mean we won't go away from those things. But those things were really kind of drive stoppers. If, if you get those two, the next first down leads to points. So it's either 9 nothing, or it's either, you know, 17 to nothing, or it's you get at least one touchdown, 10 nothing. So it's just it's amazing how every play is its own play, but how it affects the next play based on what you're calling. So, uh, But in the middle, I thought that, you know, there was a battle back and forth, back and forth. Uh, out of halftime, they got the big kick return, which was uh, just guys just being out of position, some young guys, and we got that all cleaned up. Uh, and then they get the touchdown, and uh, you know, and next thing you know, we got to kind of battle back. We're down 10-3. Now we got to throw the ball a little bit more, and and um, we're able to find a way to be able to win. And well, what a play! We're, we're you know what we are is you know, we've said this before. We play complementary football, and and that's exactly what you saw: the defense helping the offense, offense being able to finish it on the on, on their side of the you know on, on their side. Complementary football is everything the way we play. How much unknown did you have to navigate? throughout that game a lot more than you would think I that's mean, why it, i asked <laughs> it was uh it, you know and, and as a head coach you get to you have such respect for your staff you know throughout the week and what we do and it, as a head coach you really you know you just kind of you know put everybody on where they kind of need to be keep them on the right tr the right track but you i have such great coaches that i let them coach uh so you when you're going through the week and your game plan you're watching all that come together it's really exciting and then when you get on the sideline you have such a respect for what they do and how they can adapt and I've, I've seen coaches who can't do that. They can't make halftime adjustments. They can't make adjustments in between series. That's a very lonely place uh, and a helpless feeling where, and I, not when I was a head coach, but more of when I was an assistant coach. And you're like, wow, we're, we're, we're definitely we're in trouble. Our coaches have such respect, and I wish everybody could hear on the headset most of the things that are said, not all the things that are said. Um, <laughs> They keep asking us, can we get into the headset? I'm like, no, yeah. not at all. I'll do everything. I'll do an interview after the first quarter, third quarter, whatever they want me to do. But anything headset-wise, I'm like, yeah, no thanks. Uh, but it's pretty uh, pretty amazing what, what kind of adjustments they were able to make because there were a lot of things that were very difficult um, that they threw at us that we didn't expect. Well, if you listen to the spring game, you got a sense of the headset because down from where those guys were, the, uh, there was some stuff going on. You got a sense. You couldn't hear what was yeah. being said, but you could hear some things were being said. So that happens. But I'm curious, like, so... So much so that Coach Harbo said, I'm, I'm going to the sideline. We're not going to hang out with the radio <laughs> He guys. just went down. Spring game. It was great. <laughs> so, like, what's – give an example of how you navigated it or, like, you thought Nebraska was going to do this. They Then they came out and something totally different. Okay, we fixed that. Now, all of a sudden, they flipped it again. Uh, most of – a lot of it was on de on offense. Uh, right. Their offense, our defense. Okay. And Coach Rossi would be like, all right, write that down. You know, like, he'll – Everybody draws each play. Like, we have people in the booth that are drawing plays. They can't have a headset. They can't communicate. But they can watch and they can draw cards based on everything that's done. They're getting in belly option. We didn't prepare for belly option. Put belly option down on a card. So you got somebody writing down belly option and creating belly option on cards. They get to the, you know, they're able to get to the sideline. Coach Rossi can get everybody together, draw up belly option. So coaches can break out. We can be able to how, what we're going to call, how we're going to be able to defend it, and you do it that way. And then if you have three to four plays that you saw within that, that, okay, this is what they're going to do schematically, different than the junk plays. They had a lot of junk plays. Sure. I call them junk plays, not in a disrespectful way, just, Unique. you know, the reverse passes yep. and, the, 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 you know, the, that type of thing. So there, there was a lot of things that you couldn't prepare for that they put out there just for that game, maybe just for that one or two plays. So that's what you're constantly doing. And I don't think anybody's better in the business than Coach Rossi doing that. Um, and then you flip it over to the offensive side. What did you see? What blitz did we not prepare for? What's going to be their, you know, their empty check, things like that. And you're preparing for all that once you get back over to the sideline because you can't make the adjustment in between a play. The play clock's going and you're going, so you got to wait till the series is over. You've talked a lot about cultural sustainability, so now you're in year seven. A lot of these players have been in the program, you know, for three, four years. How much of that helped, too, when you're not 
sure what's happening that you have kind of based strategically some principles that like, okay, if all else fails, here's, here are the pillars on defense, especially that we're going to rely on. And here's the spot we got to be no matter what happens. Yeah. Well, this has been uh, the similar defense we've had uh, since I've been a head coach for 11 years. I mean, Ed Pinkham back at Western Michigan university used to run it. uh, And then we got here and, you know, Rob Smith ran at the beginning, then coach Rossi, but we all come from the same lineage of defensive football. And so that's where it originates and originates all the way back to our Rutgers days uh, with Cociano and and things like that. And we've evolved and morphed into what we've become, but I think that really matters, especially when you're starting to look at like, I want my head, I want my defense coordinator, OCs, position coaches to be head coaches. I mean, we probably won't have Coach Rossi forever. And so you're always preparing who's next. And when you have the same thing and you're building guys from within, just like we did with Coach Harbo and Coach Simon, it makes it a lot easier. And not easier, like easy is the best way. It just makes it easier for the kids, right, to adapt because it's all about the players, right, period. It's not about what the coaches do. It's about the players and, and plugging them into what they do best. And I think uh, our defensive staff's done a great job of that. At what point did you determine we're really going to have to throw the ball tonight? Because I don't think you've thrown 44 times in a month in years past, and, and that's what you. And that's not a criticism; that's just reality. And you need, but you needed to throw to win the game on Thursday night. So, how did that decision and discussion go? Yeah, well, first of all, with this team, you're going to see us throw the ball more than we ever have. So, you got to get used to that uh, because that that's going to happen. I mean, you've been calling for that for seven years. Yeah, and, <laughs> hey, now, we and now we don't mad, want it. We can't be mad now, and I don't I think mean, anybody. Minnesota, is. nice, right? Um, okay, but l- there were there were there were six passes that were either there were three drops, and then there were three passes that went into the dirt that should have been way better throws that we're capable of making that if we went out today and just did it so easy right I don't look at like oh that was a really tough catch it should that's a drop I don't look at that I'm talking about blatant drops and then also where the ball's placed in accuracy uh and should have that been completed there were six balls so that makes us 30 of 44 which is around 70 percent which if we can be around that we got a really good chance to be really good running the ball and throwing the football um but we didn't do that and some crucial critical situations um, but we are going to throw the ball more than we have because a lot of our talent is on the outsides uh, and it's also in the running back room it's also at the tight end room our playmakers however we can get them the ball we need to get them the ball it's not about just running and so uh, I think you, you know that game we did what we had to do to win that football game and, and we're going to do what we have to do to win the football game against Eastern Michigan and prepare that way and, and with that, then uh, the question I have was, is, as you, and sometimes the game dictates whether, you know, the score right. will dictate how you're going to go with that. But uh, Ethan was looking great, looking great, made just this incredible NFL type throw on the run, a little uh, quick, you know, on a rope to a guy. And then I think a player or two later, he underthrows a guy pretty bad. And it's an interception. So, you know, I mean, the best in the world throw interceptions. So you're going to get that on occasion. How do you say, all right, I'm sticking with him. Uh, we're going to keep uh, here and throwing the football. I know maybe game dictated a little bit but talk about going through those ups and downs uh good plays poor plays all of that yeah it's it's like you know i mean the fumbles in football happened you stop giving the ball to the running back you know i mean muhammad ibrahim as good as he was did put the ball on the ground once or twice i mean that, that happens i mean there's going to be times where we do throw interceptions and that's where you got to play complimentary football uh we've got when you throw the ball hopefully you can score faster uh you can make up ground faster uh, so we've got to be able to have a really good balance to that. But I believe in Nathan. I believe in Cole. I believe in our quarterbacks and our O-line. That was the first game. There's a lot of things we didn't necessarily prepare for that we saw. thought they handled themselves really well. Uh, but we got to be, we got to be, you know, we got to be more efficient and we've got to be more consistent in that play. That's all. Uh, we were capable of doing it. I wouldn't do something that they're not capable of doing. Uh, you've seen that before. If we weren't capable of throwing it, we didn't throw it. Uh, it, it period. Right. But if we're capable of doing it, we're going to do it because that's our best players and that's our best way of winning. It just might take a little bit of time to, to adapt to that. All right, let's take our first break. We'll come back. We'll uh, continue to talk about go for football, recap that Cornhusker win. Coming up, it's a Saturday game, Eastern Michigan, 6.30, the kickoff at Huntington Bank Stadium. We'll take air at 4.30. Alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors should be on your team roster. If you're selling a business, get your Sunbelt no-cost confidential business valuation today. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com. They're our primary sponsor here of Gopher Football Weekly. We thank them. They always uh, have a table here, so thank you for your support. More with head coach P.J. Fleck. It is Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck from Learfield. Head coach P.J. Fleck and the Golden Gophers take on Eastern Michigan this Saturday under the lights at Huntington Bank Stadium. Kickoff is set for 6.30. Get your tickets now at gophersports.com. 
In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the vehicles of the future for everyone. Command the road with built Ford Tough trucks. Gear up and head out in a Ford Explorer. Or check out Ford's adventurous new Bronco Sport, designed to thrive in the great outdoors. Right now, your Northland Ford dealers are giving you exclusive offers on a wide selection of vehicles, all to help you get a great deal on the perfect Ford truck or SUV. Visit your Northland Ford dealers today to see the full Ford lineup for yourself. Looking for a great family event? Join Thrive It at Huntington Bank Stadium on Friday, September 22nd to watch Sonic the Hedgehog on the main scoreboard. Come early and enjoy games, face painters, and more. Doors open at 6 to participate in a large Thrive In Action Team activity to support Union Gospel Mission Twin Cities. And the movie will start at 7.30. Register for this free event at heartforhunger.org. That's heartforhunger.org. When it comes to home renovation or project cleanup, Waste Management's Bagster Bag is one strong receiver. The Bagster Dumpster in a Bag can hold up to 3,300 pounds of debris. That's about the weight of the entire Golden Gophers first team offense plus three cheerleaders. The Bagster Bag is just the right size for kitchen and bathroom remodels or basement and garage cleanups. And it can cost 50% less than renting a full-size dumpster, making it the perfect solution for your next project. To make the Bagster Bag part of your cleanup playbook, visit thebagster.com. The University of Minnesota is excited to celebrate the 11th annual Celebrate Ag and Food Day when the Gophers host Eastern Michigan on September 9th. Both during the broadcast on the Gopher Sports Network and inside Huntington Bank Stadium, the University of Minnesota College of Food, Agriculture, and Natural Resource Sciences and the Gophers are thrilled to celebrate the agriculture and food industries that have long been the backbone of our state. The Gophers would like to thank presenting sponsors, Compure Financial, CHS, and Lando Lakes for their continued support. When you want to get around gold country safely, securely, and on time, call Carrie Limousine. Carrie is the leader in the business, offering a world-class fleet featuring consistent, reliable service every time. Carrie sanitizes each vehicle before each trip so you can feel confident when your certified driver picks you up. When you're ready to travel, call Carrie Limousine, 612-623-0565, or book online at Carrie.com. That's C-A-R-E-Y dot com. Attention business owners, want to learn more about exit planning? True North Mergers and Acquisitions is excited to announce our M&A Summit. Join us September 13th at the Minneapolis Event Center for a day of panels and breakout sessions emphasizing profitability for your business. Register for this free event today at tnma.com slash events. The keynote speaker will be Ameriprise Chief Economist Russell Price. Register for the True North M&A Summit on September 13th. It's free. tnma.com slash events. Gopher fans, check out the spot for Gopher Weekly with P.J. Flack. The tipsy steer in High Pines in Roseville is a great place to watch the games with a large outdoor space to eat, drink, and hang out with your friends. Check this place out. Locally owned refreshing beverages and food sourced from area farmers serving up menu favorites like bacon lollipops and armadillo eggs. The sassy menu also features brick oven pizzas and acclaimed burgers. Tipsy steer in High Pines in Roseville, County Road C, and Snelling in Roseville, or online at tipsysteer.com. Go Gophers! How do you treat cancer? At M Health Fairview, we know that treating cancer starts with caring for you. So we care with everything we've got. We care with our drive, our passion from losing people we love, and relentless optimism in the face of uncertainty. Because at M Health Fairview, we don't just treat cancer, we treat you. U of M looks good on you. Shop the largest selection of University of Minnesota clothing, accessories, and gifts at the University of Minnesota bookstores. Love to read? Check out their huge selection of books. Want competitive pricing on the latest technology, tech accessories, services, and repairs? U of M bookstores has that too. Visit the U of M bookstores in Kauffman Memorial Union, the St. Paul Student Center, game day kiosks, or online at bookstores.umn.edu. Goldie's Kids Club is the official kids club for Golden Gopher Athletics, and it's back again this season. Memberships are only $25 for Gopher fans 13 and under. Check out the best membership deal in Minnesota at gophersports.com. From 47. Snap there, spot down. Kessage's kick is on the way. It 
is good! How's that for an opening act? Drag on Kessich! 47-yard game winner! Minnesota 13, Nebraska 10. Yeah, there it was. That was fun. We had some fun there. What were you thinking as Dragon Kessich was lining up for a 47-yard game-winning field goal with three seconds left on the clock in a 10-10 game? Uh, I was I was pretty poised. I'll be honest with you. I got a lot of confidence in that kid, but I will say, I walked all the way down to like the other 20 <laughs> just so I'd have a better view of it. And I looked to my left, and guess who's next to me? Mohamed Ibrahim. It was so ironic, and I just kind of watched it with him. I was on the sideline, kind of had my arm around him. It went through, and we kind of celebrated together. So it was, it was, it was very, very different. And uh, but I wanted to get a really good view of it, whether it was yeah. going to go through the uprights or not. I wanted to at least see it because going to overtime, you want to know what you're thinking, you know. So that's where your mind is. Your mind's already in overtime. And he nailed it. And you, you guys put um, those guys in situations. Not, Look, it's different when there's, you know, 60,000 people and it's 47 yards and there's, you know, players that want to block it on the other end. But in practice, you even in the spring game, you were, you know, had some kickoff. Uh, I mean, it was field goal kicks, but like a kickoff. In other words, to, to win the game last year, I think he won the spring game last year. So he, he was prepared. He was very prepared. And that's why you, you have an offseason. That's what you do. You, you can have an offseason or you can put them in, you know, situations where they're going to have to perform at a high level and put pressure on them in the offseason. And that's exactly what we do. We create game scenarios all the time, situational football. They're never just kicking to kick. Uh, they're always doing it with a purpose and intentionality. And I think that's important to do. So we constantly put them in that situation. And, you know, even Heather said that that was really close that they almost got their hand on it. You know, Nebraska almost got their hand on it. So if she could see that, you know how close <laughs> the margin for error is, uh, even from where she was. So, I mean, it's just pretty amazing that it ended that way. And it's really exciting. I mean, it's hard. to. I've been on the other ends of those. Those are really hard. Uh, but just glad we were able to score three more points than they did. What was your viewpoint of the fourth down catch with Daniel Jackson? Speaking of margin for error and having to have everything go right there with that catch, I've never seen a guy catch a ball like that, keeping his right leg up while dragging his left. Did you think it was good right away? What did you see? Well, we teach a technique when you're on the sideline to throw your opposite knee in the air, right, and, or your foot, throw it in the air, because when you throw the foot in the air and you're, if the ball is going to be caught out of bounds and you're going sideways with it like he was, it forces your back toe to drive into the ground. So if you drive your opposite sit knee up which he did it forces your toe into the ground now you can't do that in the nfl because you need two so right. it's very different but in college football we teach college football so he did it exactly that way i thought the one before that he was in it was just if it was called a touchdown that would have been really hard to reverse right it was just the exact opposite in this one this one was called a touchdown and it was going to be really hard to reverse except when you saw the replay it was actually a touchdown no matter yeah. what right when you really slowed it down the vantage point i had was right on the sideline but Tim, one of the officials who I've known forever, was right in front of me. And, he, you know, I didn't want to tell him to move because he has to make the call. <laughs> just slide over a little bit, you know. But he, So I didn't get to see. I just saw the bang, bang play. And where I saw it, I was just, you know, you know, your mind's already thinking, you know, holy cow, like, was it in or not? You just hold your breath. But I thought it was so bang, bang where, you know, the only way it wasn't a catch is if his outside foot hit at the same time, which you saw in the replay, it didn't. There's some great photos of that catch, and those are ones that will go on the wall forever. And you put him in a, a position just like that. I mean, big-time players make those types of throws uh, and, and catches in those moments. And we got a lot of big-time players, and we're going to put them in those positions, and they're going to be in those positions all year. So it's a player's game, and, and we got to continue to make plays like that. If I remember right, that was coming out of a timeout. So like, what's important in that scenario, in that situation? What are you trying to impart? What are the guys talking about? And how many different calls do you go over in a situation like that before you, you nail it and say, this is what we're doing? Well, no, number one, you got to have a shot at the end zone. You, got, you can't get sacked, right? So what do we throw really well? What do we run really well? And what did they just do? And they're funneling everything inside, right? Funneling everything inside. So we wanted to make them think we were coming inside, and we ran a post, and then a corner right to come out of that and you saw that route by Daniel Jackson yeah, Daniel made him think he was going inside he did and, and you could yeah. see that guy wanted to end the game with a knockdown interception and we knew they'd be ultra aggressive and we just went more to the middle 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 and now it's like okay let's let's make him think middle on the outside and to Ethan throws a post corner really well Daniel has great body control runs that route to perfection and practice and everything and that's where it came from so um, you know we talked about throwing something outside and Greg did a great job with the the the, the call and 
and uh, we were able to execute it. And so there's the uh, the game tying touchdown. Kessich has to make the extra point, that, you know. And there's that's there. one I didn't watch. <laughs> so that goes in to tie it. Now you have to. Hold I just them. walked all the way down the sideline looking at our student <laughs> section, and I figured if if they would just all bend over and just haw, then we didn't make it. Um, <laughs> so again, where does your mind go? Your mind yeah. starts as a head coach goes. Okay, go into defense, and then also go into overtime. You know, yeah. you're starting to prepare for all that stuff and talking to the offense, even though the defense is going on. You're preparing the offense for overtime a lot of things that's why i said the headsets is keep going back and forth yeah and so you, you kick you kick the extra point there's 232 left so now it's defense yeah like you say you're probably thinking overtime but if you can get a quick stop you know the your, your guy's got a big leg and then uh big 10 defensive player of the week tyler newbin gets a second pick of the uh, of the evening and sets everything up he's unbelievable i mean he really is i mean you know, that, that's what's really fun is that, you know, you watch Tyler. It took him two and a half to three years to start at Minnesota. And let's not forget, there's some really good safeties. Jordan Howden, um, you had a kid by the name, I'm not sure if you heard of him, Antoine Winfield Jr. <laughs> uh, he was pretty damn good, right? So, I, oops, I can say that right Yeah, now. you can. Yeah, you're can. Right. Yeah. You beat Nebraska, you can say anything you want. Well, no, actually, I just got a letter. I, this is a true story. I told Heather this yesterday. I actually got a letter uh, from a guy who says I swear too much. He came to practice and said, I think you swear too much. And that was his letter to me. And so I wrote him back and I said, I'll work on that. And uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll bleep and work on that. That's what I wrote back. Yeah. That was uh, no, but I did write him back. I, no, those are letters I get. I yeah. get emails like that and letters like that every day. But even that letter still deserves. So anyway, what were we talking yeah. about? Uh, we were talking about uh, Tyler Newman. Oh, yeah. So, but. Antoine's pretty good, right? And then we're like, what are we going to do without Antoine? And then you watch Tyler Newbin step into that role and what he's been able to do as a leader. You know, he still thinks he's a corner. You know, he still thinks he could play wide out. That's why we threw him a touchdown in the spring game. Here's a guy that was truly recruited basically by two teams and to take a, you know, when you think about it, all over the country to go a lot of places, probably was offered a lot of things to leave our program, to go somewhere else in the NIL world, in the transfer portal world, decided to stay here, stick it out. Um, I give him a lot of credit for that. Not only stick it out, but get better. And he's gotten better. So Tyler Newman was really good last year. Tyler Newman's better this year than he was last year, and that's why he came back. For one, helping him elevate himself, and then two, help the football team. And I think that's, that's uncommon these days. That's very selfless. Uh, he's a really good football player. Not only that, Justin Wally's always around the football, didn't he? Yeah. He's always around the football. Out. That punch out, that That was fumble, not a coincidence. Right? I mean, he's unbelievable. He's always around the ball. So when you work hard and you fly around and, and, and you all work together, we have a saying on defense, our 11 just have to be better than your 11. So it's not about stars, not about rankings, not about your star player. It's about our 11 working together just have to be able to work together better than your 11. And I think that's what we do a really good job of. And Coach Rossi's done a good job putting into them. It was a unique strategy, I thought, to have Justin Wally miss a significant portion of the game dealing with cramps and then come back fresh for the fourth quarter. Is that something you might do to you know, make sure, hey, we'll just be ready for the fourth quarter? Because, he, I mean, he, there was a, it was real time. I want to say like 15 minutes he was dealing with something, and he, he's right back out there, and he makes a huge play. I, I guess so. I, I, I didn't get the memo on that one. but Well, you knew I, he wasn't out there. So you, I, I knew he wasn't out there, and yeah. I kept going on the field with him. He's like, Coach, I am so sorry. I have no idea what's happening. I said, first of all, you need to relax, right? Because <laughs> it's part of anxiety and getting yourself worked up, part of cramping, right? And I'm like, dude, just chill out. Like, you're going to be all right. And then he'd cramp again, and then they took him in the locker room. Then he cramped. I mean, I'm like, my goodness. And he hadn't cramped all camp. Well, I think it is a first game thing. We, it was warm, but it's not like it was crazy. But I feel like... We've see, we see more cramps in game one. And this is just my Everywhere, unscientific study. Yes, I agree. And well, it's, it just seems wild, but because it's not like they're out of shape. I mean, they've been working out since January. It's just one of those things. Well, to your point, our first day of training camp, every year we have, a, we have more cramps. Every year, right? We have cramps on day one. When, that's it. After day one, we don't have any cramps. And in whole tra all training camp, there's way hotter days right. uh, in the middle of the dog days of summer in training camp than there is at the beginning. But that first day, we always have them. And they've been working all summer in the heat, right? And it's just that, that anxiousness, the anxiety, game one, getting out there, the environment. It just You're so hyped up, you know? And that was my whole thing. My pregame speech, I'll be honest, wasn't even very interesting because uh, I just didn't want them getting too, too excited, you know, and not to say that that gets them really excited. I mean, but <laughs> it gets me excited, and I wanted to come out of there pretty level-headed, I guess. Yeah. Post-game, um, 
Yeah, I don't care about that. We're going to get hyped. Yeah, yeah that, that one's going to be fun. We're going to enjoy the wins. I'll, yeah, I'll just say the guy that wrote the letter wouldn't have loved it, but I thought it was great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I apologize He, he might not have liked that one. I thought it, I thought it was great. Yeah, I, thought, I, I did tell my team I'm going to work on it today. I did, <laughs> I did tell them the true story about the letter from yesterday, and I said, I am going to work on that. So I'll work. I don't think I you need to. I think it was perfect. I think it was good. It fit the emotion. It fit and I apologize. Emotion. Like, it, there yeah. should be a rating. You know, like PG-13 yeah. at least. Right. You know? It's not uh, going just, to theaters. It's going to the room. Yeah. You know? So you're good. I've seen worse <laughs> things on Hard Knocks, though. Correct. <laughs> Correct. True. True. Right? And all these reality things. I've seen way worse. I've heard way worse. Just sometimes it slips out. It's an emotional game. Yeah, I'm passionate. Passionate. Passion no, is passion. No, right, Heather? We have to take another break. We'll come back. We'll keep talking about this game. We'll preview Eastern Michigan and Minnesota 6.30 Saturday night at Huntington Bank Stadium. Uh, you can visit the University of Minnesota bookstore and discover the area's largest selection of U of M and Golden Gopher apparel and novelties for fans of all ages. From the latest fashions to traditional favorites, the University of Minnesota bookstore is your one-stop shop. Visit online, bookstores.umn.edu. We'll continue. It's Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck from Learfield. Mario fue pintor más de 30 años. Cuando me dijo que se le estaban olvidando las cosas, fue difícil. Un día me dijo, me dijeron que pintara el marco del lado por dentro y pinté el lado de afuera. Yo le di a la gente que le diga a su familia lo que está pasando con él. Si algo se nota diferente, podría ser Alzheimer. Es momento de hablarlo. Visita alz.org diagonal nuestras historias para saber más. Un mensaje de The Alzheimer's Association y The Ad Council. Wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song. I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. Ugh. I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzzed warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different, and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. And it's the best way to protect that legacy. Protect your legacy. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, 
Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Put your phone on D&D. That means that do not disturb when you're driving. And when you're going from point A to B, I need you to stay safe, please. So always sing with me. So put your phone on D&D. That means that do not disturb when you're driving. And when you're going from point A to B, I need you to stay safe, please. So always remember this beat. Don't drive distracted. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hey, son. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just... I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language... Help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Welcome back. It's Gopher Football Weekly. Mike Rim and Justin Gard with the head coach, P.J. Fleck. We're at Tipsy Steer in High Pines in Roseville here every week, noon on Tuesday, to recap and preview uh, last week's game and next week's game. Gopher fans, we also want to make sure that you stop by the Gopher Garden. That's the pregame Fan Fest area located on Oak Street outside the stadium. It starts three hours before every home game, and you can experience the Gopher Football Tailgate Radio Show with Justin Gard, the Minnesota Marching Band, the pregame concert and so much more that coming up on saturday 6 30 minnesota and eastern michigan it's a 4 30 pregame here on the gopher radio network we mentioned that uh, tyler newbin was big 10 defensive player of the week after his two interception performance and uh, Dragon kesich the special teams player of the week with two field goals in extra point and the game winner so uh, right off the bat a couple of award winners uh, from the gophers uh, a couple of quick things i wanted to ask you about um when did you figure you might not have Cody Lindenberg and how important was it that some guys who have never taken or not many uh, snaps for sure in Big Ten play played pretty well there's a lot of new people in a lot of different spots if you I know we talk about experience versus inexperience but there's a lot of new gophers out there and a lot of people who haven't played yet that are in significant roles uh, you know Cody got hurt just a few days before the game which was unfortunate about a week before and um, just didn't make it back in time for that one so I mean we're doing everything we can to get him back for this one uh, he was out there today with us so we'll see you know it's all up to the trainers of what they decide but uh, he looks good so um, you know you look at Maverick uh, Baranowski I mean you talk about a, a, a little Cody and yeah. a little Mariano sorry Marin and a little <laughs> Jack Gibbons I mean he is he's a spitting image of that and now we have Mariano sorry Marin back in our building helping us coach being a student coach right now um so getting him back and we're doing everything we can to convince tanner to come back so uh, we're working on that just so everybody knows shoot tanner a text if you have his number tell him he'd be a great coach we'd love to have him back in the building asap uh but he's got a wife and kids now so his number one question is uh, what's the pay yeah right yeah he sounds like recruits. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second. The, it, we're we're mid-season. I don't have a job for you. You got to come here and, you know, just kind of be around us and uh, volunteer for a little bit. But uh, we're doing everything we can to bring back those former players. And, and one thing that was so refreshing was after the game and even before the game, looking at how many former players there were at that game. From the Rashad Batemans to, uh, you know, to the Philip Howards to the Gary Moores. And there were so many people even before us. Have, Garrett did a great job taking this picture of all the alumni that were there from all different generations. That's what it's all about, getting former players back. And we're getting more and more and more to practices year in, year out, to games year in, year out, uh, at different alumni events. Garrett does a great job organizing that. And, you know, we, we kind of take over that old, you know, that you know, that alumni events ourselves within our football program. We take a lot of pride in that. So um, come on back anytime you want to come back. We love having you back. So as you looked back offensively, we mentioned how much you threw the ball. A lot of that was didn't run the ball particularly efficiently. So what do you, I guess, credit to that? Or when you went back and looked, what were the issues they're running? You know, I don't know if it was that we didn't run it efficiently because I thought the same thing at the end of the game. Like, we stunk at running the football. And then I went back and I watched it, and I was like, we actually ran the ball well. 
But what happened was we had the three possessions. We had the two negative plays, right, which didn't get us in. It took us right out of a flow, and then we had to throw the ball the next two plays after that, right? So three possessions in the first half. They take the opening kickoff, right? They go down and score. It's seven to three. Now, now we're like, okay, we might have to get to the pass game a little bit more because, you know, we did have two negative runs, but they weren't true run runs. They were a little bit gadgety. So we just got away from it probably faster than I wanted to get away from it, but we were forced to a little bit. And so I, I wanted to come back and say we stunk at it, <laughs> but we were pretty efficient besides those two plays when we were actually running the football with our guys. Now, they're really good. Efficiency's a three-yard run, you know, and that's not bad. But you saw towards the end of the game, we ran the football when we had to, and we, we, we spouted out, you know, a 12-yard run with Sean, and we wanted to do more of that, but the way the game dictated – it didn't allow us to, to be honest with you. And then you're down 10-3, and now you better start throwing the ball. Now it's getting four minutes to go. We're going to throw the ball a lot. Uh, but, you know, we have a negative play. We get sacked. Uh, or we have a false start, get put out of field goal range. And they were in prevent defense, so we ran the outside zone, and it picked up 12 yards and put us back into field goal range. So um, I, I thought the same thing you did. And when you go back and dissect the film, though, I thought it was better than I thought. It wasn't great, but it was better than I thought. What, where do you think uh, Kessich's range is? Where did you feel comfortable late in the game? Well, I was fine from where we were at. Like, I, I told Coach Wanger, I said, we're going to kick it. He's like, from here? I said, yeah, we're going to kick it from here. If we don't get any yards, we're still kicking it. He, he was kicking 62, 63 uh, in warm-ups, uh, going that direction. And I get out there a little bit earlier to head, than other head coaches, I think, because I like to see things with my own eyes. You know, I trust Coach Wanger wholeheartedly. He's been with me since day one at Western Michigan. But, like, I want to see it. I want to feel it. I want to see the hashes. I want to see the distance. I want to see where the wind's at. Our wind changes all the times in our stadium. You know that. Yep. At the beginning of the game, it was, it was blowing hard toward the students. Well, by the time I came out for warm-ups, it was going the opposite direction. Yeah. And so, you know, you're, you're constantly, that's messing with your head because you're talking about where do you kick from. You can't trust but any of the flags, too. Not, not any upper of them. Upper flags are different than any. Even if they're right by each other. One's going this way, one's <laughs> going that way. And you're like, they're right by each other. So yeah. what I told everybody is more flags. I need more flags. We need by more evidence. We do. Yeah, and more I, data. More, and I'll, I'm not going to give the tricks of what I look at within our stadium to find out, but I have some tricks that are kind of placed in certain spots that allow me to, to find out a little bit more information. Well, than can it. you give me like one? Cause no, Grit, no, that's, I'm not giving you one. No, I'm not going to out you, but that's what, that's no, like, Andy near won't out me. Andy will. No, but I, I'll keep it low because Grim always asked me, Garzy, what's the wind like down there? And Danny, you know this. I have no idea what the wind is like because <laughs> I'm looking around and it might be blowing sideways. If you give me one, just, I, I want to help the audience because they want to know. That's why Grim's asking me. Well, now you not like right now. You help them, help uh, everyone, help the opponent. If I tell, I'll tell you off. Maybe you can that's t- what I talk said. in the commercial. Well, I didn't yeah. say, I didn't mean now. No, but one Minnesota. But there know, is one, one Minnesota. All, one, you heard it from JG. One Minnesota. We're trying to do We're this all here. in it together. All right, sorry. No, no, we're, no, I'm with you, though. I, but there are things I look at, and I will tell you some of those things because they're certainly they're placed somewhere for me to be able to have that type of feel. and Because uh, it, it's hard. Yeah. But to answer your question, which we're rambling on, <laughs> uh, which I do a lot. I get it. I, I ramble on a lot. So, uh, but it, I, I'd say anything north of six, or right around 60, I feel good about. We were going to kick it. If we didn't get any yards there, I'm still kicking it. And, and as it turned out, he made it with plenty of distance. It probably was good from 60, I think. Close. Yeah. I would have said probably close. Right, right uh, in that neighborhood. His second one, he just missed hit. And that's not his leg. I mean, the first one, he crushes, right? So, I mean... That was probably good from 60. But the one that he misses, it went a little bit off his toe, yeah. and he pushed it. But you've seen him hit it clean, and when he hits it clean... It goes a long way. It's two years ago, if you remember. It was 54-55 at Iowa. We put him out there. I mean, he hadn't kicked yet. Yeah. It doesn't fa- I'm going to trust my players. I love the reaction. There was a couple of photographers who were able to zoom in on him and videographers, and he it bounced off his foot, and... Instantly, he knew. He turned and he gave a little. He went Tiger, Tiger Woods. Woods fist yeah, he bump. went Tiger Woods and, right out. Um, yep. Which then, when you see it from the uh, from the end zone, um, he, he must have felt good because it did. I mean, he does have a little natural draw, and it just it just right down the middle. It started left, but that was by design. That's what he has. Well, he's one boom. of the most popular people on our team, and he's one of the most confident people on our team. But I want everybody to go back and watch it because we watch this as a team. So he kicks it. And I was wondering, because I even asked Heather, and I said, I haven't seen the video of them, like, swarming Dragon. And so she shows it to me. And I'm like, that's a pretty weak swarm. <laughs> like, that was pretty weak. When you watch it, he kicks it, and he walks to his right. 
Nick Hallerup, our right tight end, our right wing, turns around, and you would have thought Mark Crawford kicked it. And one wears 90... Six and one ninety nine, and he's jumping up and down. The very, holder, the holder, yes, the holder, yeah. right from Australia, who's thirty, whose parents are finally visiting America for one of the first times. He is jumping around like he's is in middle school, right, <laughs> celebrating a recess touchdown. And Calrup turns around and must have thought he was Dragon, yeah, because he ran to him, and then everyone saw that, and they swarmed Crawford. Hell of a hold. Hell they of a hold. pick yeah. up Crawford. He got the hold down. Dragon's over by himself. Everybody's got a roll. Like Ison is like he's doing yeah. this dance, and he's kind of looking around, like, wait a minute, and they swarm Crawford. And one or two guys came over to Dragon like, hey, man, that was a really nice kick. <laughs> and then they went back to the, the, the pile on to Crawford. That's great. So, I mean, that's his fault. I mean, he, you know, when you make it about yourself and you walk away, right, I mean, there's nothing together. I can do. I don't know, know who's going to – in the moment, they, didn't, they couldn't see a number, so they must have assumed that was – Trust me, it's exactly how I tell you. So you got to go back and check That's it out. That's pretty sweet. You, and this, you said in your coaching career, it's the first, uh, last play of the game winner. Oh yeah, I've never been part of overtime. I've never been part of a field yeah. goal walk-off game winner. I've been on. Yes, really. I've been on the other side. Wisconsin, we missed the extra point. I think it was to, to in overtime. I yeah. think it was or a field goal. Right? Field, field goal. goal it was a field goal in overtime. Yep. We missed that. And then Western Michigan, we missed an extra point to go into overtime. So when you said, like, yeah. did you, you had to make the extra point first to make it 10 10. That's why I didn't watch. I just walked <laughs> all the way. Because the one I watched, we missed when I was at Western Michigan. So I'm like, I'm not watching. There's, uh, Are you thinking of the Western Michigan at that time? Oh, 100%. Man, that's tough. <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry about that. I'm not thinking about it, but it it's enters your brain. Yeah, it's in there somewhere. And that's why Heather says, if there's one place I would never want to live, it's in your brain. <laughs> you're getting a, a... Listen, every segment, you've got something about our marriage. Like, you're, yeah, getting, this you're is... getting marital advice. You're getting, like, well, how we live, you know? Total, Imagine total, living with me. There, there's also video out there. First of all, the video crew did a great job. There's a couple of highlight videos, things that are, that, you know, when you win a game like that it, 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 with a lot of uh, swings and things, it's great. But there was video of uh, Winston, who he did not watch either. Did you see that video? He well, was looking away, and then what, he just used the crowd reaction to tell him well, that it was good news. Winston's such a great young coach, and he takes things very literally. And so I flip over and said, get ready for overtime, boys. Like, start getting your plans ready. Defensively, we've got to get a drive going. And my, my thing, once he made that extra point, was get ready for the drive, right? So Winston's like, get ready for the drive. Get ready for the drive. Tunnel vision. <laughs> Coach my defensive line. So he's over there coaching the defensive line, not even looking. But he's not really coaching. He's not saying anything. He's just kind of looking around, you know, but he's looking like he's doing what I've asked everybody to do. Bless his heart. I mean, he is a, he's a great soldier. And so. he was excited, as was everybody else on the walk-off. Uh, let's take a quick break, RG, and we'll uh, – or do you have something you're just dying to get out? Well, no, last thing, so i got to yeah, go yeah. after this. Oh, you, you do? Yeah, we got TV, baby. Oh. I mean, Hollywood is coming up. Yeah, I'm going know. to the same show you're going to. But you have yeah. a parking spot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. That's a good point. Gargi yeah. makes all the money, That's though. a good if, point. If you, yeah. Want, yeah, if you want to know about our marriage, you have, I, you have a parking spot. <laughs> I don't, so I'm going to be on the ground. We could always and carpool. I make, just, and I don't want to make you wait. Yeah. You can carpool. Just take the coach's spot, Garzy. See how that goes for you. Actually, I might. Yeah, yeah I might. Um, Winston's guys, man, they played well. The defensive Newman line. tries to do that, but, but yeah, eventually. Uh, defensive line in the middle of the game. Yeah. There, all of a sudden, it was you know we talked all offseason about how do you get more pressure and and those possessions in the middle of the game, including one where they had to go back out there because of the roughing the punter penalty. Really, I thought did a great job. Yeah, we got pressure with three. We got pressure with four. We didn't have to blitz, and that was the whole offseason we talked about. We got you came to practice. I said we got longer guys, bigger guys, stronger guys. You saw them. Uh, we look different up front. Uh, we have to keep doing that. Just because we did that last week doesn't mean we're going to do that this week against a good Eastern Michigan team. So we got to keep getting better. Uh, but that's been an emphasis of what we want to do. Kids have taken a lot of pride in that and made themselves better. What do some of those guys got to do to draw a flag? <laughs> Well, I mean, Ja Joyner did against Wisconsin yeah, last no, that's year, what I mean. right? Uh, and, but Thursday. Yeah, no, we sent it in. They yeah. agreed. Yeah. Sometimes uh, that helps, them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, they agreed. All right, Garzi, go find a parking spot. Hope I do. Good to see you. Yep. Coach and I will stick it out here. That's We're going right. to fight to the end. We're that's not right. going to leave early, um, and we'll stick it out to the end of the fourth quarter here. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up. We want to thank alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors. They should be on your team roster if you're selling a business. Get that Sunbelt no-cost confidential business valuation today. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com. Our final segment upcoming. Stay with us. It's Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck from Learfield. 
The University of Minnesota is excited to celebrate the 11th annual Celebrate Ag and Food Day when the Gophers host Eastern Michigan on September 9th. During the day, the University of Minnesota College of Food, Agriculture, and Natural Resource Sciences and the Gophers will celebrate the tireless efforts in the agriculture industry. The Gophers would like to thank participating sponsors, Ag Country Farm Credit, Bushelboy Farms, Hormel, Minnesota Beef Council, Minnesota Corn Growers Association, Minnesota Soybean, Undeniably Dairy, FFA, and Brownfield Ag News for their continued support. Are you looking for concert or sports tickets? As a local Minnesota company, Ticket King is a company you can trust. They have seats to fit every budget and even offer parking or tailgating passes, and all tickets are guaranteed. Each order is personally attended to by one of our dedicated customer service representatives who are committed to providing you with a courteous, professional, quick, convenient experience. Visit us at TicketKingOnline.com or call us directly at 612-341-4131. Hey, Gopher fans, try Cub's Doable Dinners. Dining out is so expensive, and Cub has everything you need to make restaurant-quality meals at a fraction of the cost. Go to cub.com backslash meals to see what's on the menu. Shop online or in-store and save today. That's Doable Dinners at cub.com backslash meals. Cub, the official grocer of Gopher Athletics. Attention business owners, want to learn more about exit planning? True North Mergers and Acquisitions is excited to announce our M&A Summit. Join us September 13th at the Minneapolis Event Center for a day of panels and breakout sessions emphasizing profitability for your business. Register for this free event today at tnma.com events. The keynote speaker will be Ameriprise Chief Economist Russell Price. Register for the True North M&A Summit on September 13th. It's free, tnma.com events. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. He sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. For many military veteran caregivers, their caregiving journey starts earlier in life and lasts longer. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. (laughs) A heads up before something bad happens. You should not send bad texts. Uh-oh. Life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but prediabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can reverse prediabetes and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. <laughs> Hey, so what's a great way to spread awareness that driving high is illegal everywhere? A catchy song, of course. You can run, or you can't drive high. You can run, or you can't drive high. Friendly reminder, don't drive high. 
If you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. It's our final moment. Welcome back. We're at the Tipsy Steer in High Pines here in Roseville every Tuesday noon until 1 o'clock live. Some of our stations on the network will carry this, and you may be listening uh, later in the week or during the evening, but right here and right now, we're ready to go. Our thanks to Dan Robotham, our on-site engineer as always, Michael Tackett, our in-studio producer, Paul Rovnak from Gopher Communications, Garrett Chernoff from Gopher Football for helping out, and uh, uh, the entire staff and everything else, getting uh, the head coach here. And we got just a few minutes. Uh, uh, we have not talked uh, that much yet about Eastern Michigan. 1-0. and They got a 33-23 win over Howard in the opener on Saturday. Uh, they were the MAC West co-champions last year. You're, of course, very familiar with that league. So what can you tell us about the Eagles of Eastern Michigan? They got everybody back from last year for the most part. They were up 30 to nothing uh, in the second quarter. So I think that's when, you know, things kind of got out of hand. Now Howard caught up late, but uh, they're very good, very talented. They've got a good quarterback. They're big up front on their offensive line. they got a lot of people who played a ton of football for them. Coach Creighton's one of the really great college football stories that doesn't get enough credit uh, turning that Eastern Michigan program around, which might be one of the most difficult jobs in all the country. Uh, he's done a, they've won at historic levels over the last five, six years. So uh, he's done a great job. I've coached against him before. They're sound. They're tough. Defensively, they play a lot of players. Uh, again, big up front active linebackers uh they got a lot of guys who'll play a man coverage they're not afraid to press you and play man uh and special teams they had two kick returns for touchdowns last week two so one guy kicks opening kickoff touchdown so howard's like all right we're not kicking to that guy again they kick to the other guy the other guy takes it touchdown so that just shows you and they 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 were top 10 in the country last year in kickoff return as well so i mean it's not just a fluke they they're very good at it they got great scheme uh so we're going to need to be able to to cover way better than we did this past week yeah you gave up the long one to start the third quarter i'm wondering too just from that because drag on um i mean he led the country in touchbacks last year so what is the uh, sometimes maybe he you know you want him to kick it in and, and yeah. the wind or whatever but what is the the fine line between hey i think we can pin a team deep or let's just let the kid punch it out of the end zone and and if they can go 75 yards we tip our cap yeah i mean we want them to punch it out of the end zone i mean that, that's yeah. the goal of every kick now into the winds a lot harder to do that right um with the wind, a lot easier. So, I mean, Dragon's been able to do it with both, and, you know, he knows that, you know, he's got to be able to kick off better, and he knows that, um, you know, but he did a pretty good job. That was a pretty strong wind in, you know, 16-mile-an-hour wind yeah. it was, 17 miles an hour at when we were kicking off into the wind, but um, we'll be better at it. Yeah, and so this week you keep an but eye on But they don't that. care. They'll bring it out from eight deep, they'll, so it they'll, doesn't matter. They'll, they'll bring it out. They'll yeah. give it a shot. Uh, yeah. Are they uh, a passing, running, balance? What's offense? Balance. They've got a really good um, – the Samson kid is a kid that used to play quarterback at Iowa, and now he's a running back. So he gives you the dimension to be Wildcat, uh, to run the football as well with the threat of throwing it, which I'm sure they'll have some things up their sleeve that way. Uh, but they run the football, um, you know, and they're big up front. Uh, they use the play clock really well, uh, get first downs, um, take the shots when they're there, and their quarterback's a really good athlete, so we've got to contain him because just like last week, if he gets out of the pocket, he'll, he'll run for a ton of yards. Defensively, what do they like to do? Uh, they're an odd front. Uh, they like to play odd defense, and, and they'll play a ton of man coverage on the outside. So they do everything they can to keep it in front of them um, and, and give you different fronts, similar to last week, uh, but also play you in ton of man, uh, man coverage. Under the lights again. You like under the lights? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I mean, it's a, it's a long day leading up to that, but we don't wish away time. Uh, we keep preparing all the way through it. I uh, can't wait to see you all at Huntington Bank Stadium at uh, 6.30, I think, to kick off. Yes, right, sir. 6.30. So we'll see you for uh, game two and hopefully find a way to be 1-0 in the Eastern Michigan season. Indeed, there he is, the head coach, P.J. Fleck. It is a 6.30 kickoff Saturday night. There are still limited tickets available at gophersports.com. We'll talk to you Saturday, taking air at 4.30. This has been Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck from Learfield. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends, surprise parties, camps, birthdays. The same way you plan for the important moments, start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Get started at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. 
My name is Teresa Barber. I was in the United States Navy, and I served overseas in the Middle East and Africa. Early on in my career, I had a commander that taught our suicide prevention training, and the very next day, he took his own life. 90% of suicide attempts involving a gun are fatal. My way of continuing my service is to help protect my community by being a responsible gun owner and by storing firearms safely. Store all your guns securely. Help stop suicide. Brought to you by N Family Fire and the Ad Council. On the Gophers Sports Network from Learfield, live from Tipsy Steer and High Pines on County Road C in Snelling, this has been Gopher Football Weekly with P.J. Fleck, presented by alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors, Minnesota's largest seller of companies. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com. And by Cub, the official grocer of Gopher Athletics. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Gopher Sports Network.